It's Friday's edition of the ABC 21 Daily for August 6th. I'm Brian McElhatton. We'll begin at Fort Wayne International Airport, where passengers and staff members were evacuated earlier today because of a threat. Jeff Newmeyer is there at the airport. It's all clear now, but he brings us up to speed on what happened. Of course, a very unusual event to have uh, an airport, the Fort Wayne International Airport uh, terminal evacuated. That's what happened for a portion of this afternoon uh, because of a uh, credible threat, as mentioned. What happened was that uh, early afternoon, the uh, TSA picked up a uh, uh, report, a a tweet that they uh, intercepted, saw that, looked at it, kind of said, a low-level threat there, didn't really expect to do much with it. However, there was then a bag that... uh, that uh, an individual getting on a Delta flight uh, flight, uh, tried to uh, get through security. There were some abnormalities with that, we understand. And then uh, there was a a passenger who uh, said, hey, I want off this flight. At that point, it was elevated to uh, a fairly uh, serious threat. And let's listen right now. Scott Hinderman, the executive director of the airport, he's got some things to say here. The tweet came in through the TSA, or they're the ones who saw it, so... Uh, the airport is going to continue its investigation on that matter and work with the TSA as far as what's going on with that tweet and where, what's the follow-up with that. So that investigation is ongoing. All uh, experiences like this are good training for our officers when they have the opportunity to play for real. Uh, it's a excellent training, and fortunately, everything was found out to be okay today. So we got here just, you know, with plenty of time, and then we are trying to get into the terminal, and there is a policeman uh, car blocking the whole entrance. And we started to ask him what's going on, and they said that there is a, a threat, a package, suspicious package threat. Uh, came here to pick up my my girlfriend and my mom from the airport over here, and when she was flying to DFW, her flight got canceled about seven times, and she got stuck in Chicago and Nashville. So I think she's just a little bit annoyed that this is happening again. Yeah, I can tell you that uh, some of the folks who were inbound, they were not allowed in the terminal, so they had to stay on their plane during this uh, bomb squad inspection, which uh, produced a, a finding that there was no uh, no threat at all. And then uh, what we had, again, was the, the fact that they were, gave the all clear, allowed these uh, passengers to uh, get off their planes, come in, and uh, we're going to be rescheduling a lot of the flights. Uh, the, those who are trying to, to leave the airport on a flight outbound, they're going to be working with their airline, uh, website, app, to try to reschedule, and they're going to have to go back through uh, the TSA screening area because of the fact that there was a little bit of turmoil out here today. But a good, happy ending, I should say. Nobody hurt and no credible threat in the end. Back to you. Our thanks to Jeff out at FWA for us. We want to bring you up to speed now on the Gay Street tragedy. Remember this case? A mother and her three kids killed in their home. The man police say did it is in the court system right now. And the family of the victims say they don't want him to face the death penalty. They're pushing for life without parole. Here's Corinne Rose. 21-year-old Cohen Hans Barron is facing four counts of murder in the deaths of 26-year-old Sarah Zent and her three children, five-year-old Carter, three-year-old Ashton, and two-year-old Aubrey Zent. They were found in their Gay Street home in June. The coroner said all four had been stabbed several times. In court this morning, prosecutors filed for the sentencing enhancement of life without the possibility of parole if Hans Barron is convicted. The victim's family had expressly told prosecutors they did not want them to pursue the death penalty because they want Hans Barron in general population with other inmates, not in isolation on death row. It's not going to bring 
any of them back, but if he could feel every day what my babies felt, how my babies, my babies died afraid. I want him to feel that every day of his life. Him getting beat up every day. Like, for real, I mean, he beat on my sister. I think he deserves it too. Now to accommodate the life without parole filing, the judge added a week to the length of the trial because prosecutors will need to prove to that same jury that aggravating factors exist in the case, like whether the victims were younger than 12. There's an entire list under state law. Right now, the trial is scheduled for January 18th. Hans Barron's next court date is set for December 1st to make sure both sides will be ready for that trial. Brian will keep you posted. We know you will, Corinne. Thank you. And before we go, I want to tell you that the COVID numbers in Indiana are increasing again. And this is the theme. Every day now we're seeing an increase. There were just over 2,000 new COVID-19 cases today. And our positivity rate is also shooting up very quickly. It's at 8.5% now. Yesterday it was 8.2%. So we're moving up a few percentage points every day. Remember, the CDC says anything over 5% is a particular concern. Those are the top stories we're following for you on the ABC 21 Daily. I'm Brian McElhatton. I'll be back again next week with more news right here on the area's only daily local news podcast. Take care of yourself.